Here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome, listener, to another episode of the Coco and Dolls podcast. We're real people with real reviews. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dolls. And boy, do we have a surprise for you today on this episode of the podcast. Coco, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Holiday a brand new movie released on Netflix on October 28th. I'm going to keep the summary short because Dalt can't wait to give you his take on well, Holiday. It is supposed to be a summary. That is true. Right. So Holiday is about Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey who meet cute at a mall after separately having very bad experiences at Christmas. They decide to be each other's holidays, which means... They're not dating. They're not friends with benefits. They don't even really talk to each other except (laughs) on major holidays when they agree to a no-strings-attached arrangement to just be each other's dates for all holidays, including Cinco de Mayo, Arbor Day, Labor Day, Valentine's Day. Arbor Day? Well, it wasn't mentioned, but I assume it's in there because, like, Mother's Day was in there as well. Arbor Day. Yeah, so... So this is the story of how within a year they meet up, they're each other's dates, they get to know one another, he gets to know her family because he's Australian and he doesn't have any family here. So uh, I'm not going to spoil the ending now, but I will in a moment. I think you could probably guess what the ending is, listener. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, uh, Daltz. Oh, and I should also mention that the supporting cast is pretty good. It includes Frances Fisher as Emma Roberts' mom, Kristen Chenoweth as her single slutty aunt Susan. Who came up with the idea. Yeah, who uh, is the person who originally told Emma Roberts about the idea for holidays. Jessica Jessica Capshaw as her sister. Alex Moffat of Saturday Night Live as her brother-in-law. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, there's another guy who I know from uh, Manish Dial is neighbor Farouk, mm-hmm. who was from the reboot of 90210 a few years ago. And yeah. that's how I know him. I was trying to figure out where I knew him from. That's where you recognized him from. Yeah, so it's a it's a decent supporting cast. So, Daltz, tell us your, I'm sure this is going to be amazing, thoughts on holidays. So, as a listener will know, because listeners listen to all of our podcasts. That's why we have over 10,000 uh, downloads, listener. Thank you. Thank you, listener, for that. Um, I'm a big fan of the rom-coms. <laughs> and... Uh, Especially movies like Love Actually, which is one of Coco's favorite uh, movies, and I'm 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 drag kicking and screaming into these. Um, so here's the thing about Coco, is that she. How did this turn into something about me now? No, it just it's, I've I've rehearsed this, so I have okay, this in my okay, mind, sorry, so I've got to I've got to okay. go with it. So um, she, you think that she's you know like this devil may care i love superhero movies and fights and violence and idris elba and stuff like that well okay i'll give you idris and then on the other side of the coin so you're thinking well this is like a woman of the modern age and she likes superhero movies but then she also loves her some rom-com she loves her like love actually she loves uh on your now you're making a stinky face at me but on your uh, watch list on Netflix, there's like all sorts of these kinds of movies where the like the the man the stranger walks into town and then he and then the woman falls in love with him. And there's he, like two of those movies, and everything else is like Norwegian murder mysteries. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I think you're denying uh, who you are, truly. So where I'm going with this is Coco is a complicated person. She's not simple, which is good because we want to have a diversity of interests. So this is why we watch this movie is because Coco loves her some rom-com. And also it's number one on Netflix in the U.S., so right. we thought we might get some more downloads. And so uh, as Coco mentioned off the top of the summary, um, nothing really surprising there. Uh, this story was apparently previously done in the movie Plus One, which is the same idea. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't see that one either. Yeah. Um, and apparently was more effectively done. This is just, uh, this is all shades of terrible um, <laughs> from from the fact that it's a, it's a romantic comedy that doesn't have any romance and doesn't have any comedy, really, per se. Wow. Um, I think there were some scenes where we laughed that, you know, the joke, but we were kind of expecting the joke. Um, it's a, and as I mentioned to you, Coco, when we were talking about this after we watched it, it's like a Hallmark movie written by the Farrelly brothers because there's all sorts of vulgarities in it and there's like uh, hints at... Uh, masturbation and things like that and there's like it's not just like you're not going to watch this movie with your mom and think like oh this would be a nice rom-com to watch with my mom over the holidays <laughs> on the many holidays so this what is did the you, didn't you watch something oh yeah you you did watch love actually with your mom and it was like martin freeman was a porn star and you were like i forgot about that part <laughs> <laughs> I did forget about that part. And the other thing about this movie is that I think what it's it's they're trying to be uh, transparent or perhaps uh, you know their, their motives are pretty clear and that they want people to fall into the tradition of watching this on every holiday because you know you've got your traditional Christmas movies, you got your traditional Thanksgiving movies, you got your traditional other movies. So now Arbor Day, which I didn't even didn't even occur to me. So now. Arbor Day, Cinco de Mayo, Earth Day, Earth Day, Fourth uh, of July, St. Patrick's Day, Fourth of July. They all they were all touched in and on in some way, shape, or form. But I thought it was an interesting. I was reading a, an online review about it, and I said, like, is is St. Patrick's Day really a holiday you need a date for? Like, is it? Are you really like if you're showing up without a date, people are not like, oh, what's going on with you? You're lonely, are you? It's like, well, not like Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever those kinds of. And even Mother's Day? Like, are you bringing a date to Mother's Day? I, uh... Well, I think um, in this movie, at least for Mother's Day, Frances Fisher was extremely overbearing yeah. with the, you're my only single child, I need to get you married off. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm very fortunate because my parents don't really do that to me. Like, I think <laughs> at this point, they're like, she's 44. Like, cows out of the barn. You know, if it were going to happen, it'd happen by now. But I do know people who have parents like that. Mm -hmm. So... Maybe that's why she brought him as a date to Mother's Day was. It's like, look, I'm I'm playing well here. I'm yeah. I'm doing what you want me to do as right. a good daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, Emma Roberts, who is of course the daughter of Eric Roberts, as you pointed out to me, and the niece of Julia Roberts, uh, Julia Roberts, who has made herself some pretty cheesy rom coms as well. Um, she was she was fine. I mean, she was okay. Uh, the the lead guy, what was his name? Stacy. Luke Bracey. Luke Bracey. He was fine. Stacy Yeah, he, he was he was <laughs> fine. I mean, really, the acting was pretty terrible overall. I thought. Wow. Um, it just was not. I think what's happened here is so we watched Des starring David Tennant, and then after that we watched. Uh, the new Mandalorian, and then we watched this. And the acting just dropped right off for me. You know, after <laughs> after watching David Tennant knock it out of the park as Dez and, and everybody in that cast was really good. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, we're in overacting anonymous uh, meetings. Um, it just was, it, it's just been abysmal. So the last two were just not very good. And this movie was set in, another thing I, as I go on and on about the things I didn't like about this movie, uh, set in Chicago and yet filmed in Atlanta. And that was one thing I noticed, like it's St. Patrick's Day and everybody's wearing like short sleeve t-shirts. And I'm like, that's the dead of winter in yeah. Chicago. Like March 17th is not t-shirt time in Chicago. Like I can understand if this movie was filmed during the pandemic or something like that and they needed to, you know, speed production up or something like that. But it was clearly like they're walking around in the mall and it's clearly a southern mall and they're walking outside and the daylight is clearly southern daylight. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't like why, why not just make it Atlanta? Like, what's the difference? I don't think we're supposed to think about it that hard. Right, that's true. There's not there's not a lot of symbolism in this movie. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> so now that I've gone on and on, Coco, and you're going to say that you love this movie and you're going to give it two roses up. <laughs> I feel really bad because I don't want listener to think that I'm the rom com queen. Like, no, usually you are. You I are. don't. Usually I don't like rom coms because even though comedy is right in the name they're not funny (laughs) and they're predictable and they're contrived so usually i don't like rom-coms um but i did like this one well you did like this one. (laughs) i did like this one. Oh my gosh it uh, i'm on the couch tonight it was there were some solid laughs i i did enjoy a lot of the uh, humor in it like like i said you didn't really have to think too hard about it Mm -hmm. there weren't like a lot of deep underlying themes it was just an enjoyable like hour and 45 minute diversion um, I thought Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey had some pretty good chemistry. I I mean, neither one of them is going to win an Oscar, but it was what it was. I thought their chemistry was good. I thought the supporting cast was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Kristen Chenoweth as the cautionary tale who at the end hooked up with a much younger man and found true love. I enjoyed like that kind of turning it on its head where the woman is the one who's yes. like got the walls up and doesn't want the relationship and is pushing the guy away and the guy is the one who's like, Hey, this could be a good thing. What are we doing? Like, why is she pushing me away? She, you know, I did like that. I I like that aspect of it. And the, the, the the climax at the end there where she's trying to woo him and she's talking him into it and apologizing, everything like that. That was a complete Mm -hmm. role reversal. Yeah. Usually it's the guy standing up with the microphone, you know, extolling his, his love in public and that sort of thing. Right. Like in Love Actually, the kid's chasing the girl through the airport and, you know, to let her know before she gets on a flight that he loves her and stuff. So, right. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked it. I Like I said, it, it was what it was. It's right. not going to win any Oscars, but, and I'm, I don't have to watch it again. Like you said, I don't have to <laughs> put it on on Earth Day and, you know, eat, eat a lot of candy or whatever. But, but yeah, I enjoyed flag it. Flag Day. We're yeah. not going to watch it on Flag Day. No, Flag Day. No, Canada Day. That one of the, one of the holidays they didn't. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Oh, yeah. Right. Definitely. So Family Day, which is in mm-hmm. February. Oh, I didn't know that. I think. Yeah. President's Day. Right. All these obscure holidays. Right. I mean, I could go to like nationaldaycalendar.com right now and I like National Pro-Life Cupcake Day. Well, <laughs> today is World uh, Vegan Day. Yeah, it's right? World so, Vegan Day, listener. So. so that's like, where do you draw the line when you're celebrating holidays? Right. Totally. There's so. a day for everybody. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Wow. I, I'm blown away. I thought we were laughing for the same reason when we actually, we weren't <laughs> laughing for the same reason. But I will say, holy Botox, Christian Ch- Kristen Chenoweth. Like <laughs> put, put the needle down. Like that was, that forehead did not move once. I was like, dang. 
I think I know who you're talking about. I don't know any of the actors involved, but I think she was the uh, cougar, right? Yeah, she was the cougar. And I I do wonder um, the scene at the end where she did get together with Farouk, the Mm -hmm. much younger neighbor. Mm -hmm. The scene before that, she was very, very spray tanned. And then in that (laughs) scene, which allegedly took place on the same day, she was not. Mm. So I don't know what kind of like audience research they did to go back and do reshoots and do that scene and insert it so that she oh. would maybe be a more sympathetic character. Like oh, maybe yeah. the audience, but yeah, she had like, she was rocking like the Trump tan wow. for the whole movie. And then in that scene, she wasn't. So yeah, you know, uh, now that I meant, now that you mentioned it, I, I do recall that being, she was a little bit more muted. Maybe we were having more sympathy for her character yeah. with the muted skin tone because mm-hmm. she didn't look like she was from Mars or something like that. Yeah, totally. So yeah. Well, so would you recommend you would recommend this then, I guess, to listener? Yeah, I would recommend it. Why not? Wow. I mean, I, it's only an hour and 45 minutes. It goes by it, it they maybe could have cut 15 minutes off it or whatever, but it it wasn't ever draggy. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like I was sitting there looking at my Fitbit going, "Oh god, can these two just hook up already?" Like <laughs> we know they want to. Jesus Christ. We know where this boat's going. Right. Yeah, I uh wow. I I'm stunned, listener. I'm stunned. <laughs> going to rethink my whole uh, direction in life now. I think I might sue you because you've defamed me by saying that <laughs> I'm a rom-com lover. I am not a rom-com lover. You are in denial about that. No, Every I'm not. Every time we're going through the, the li- oh, what's that one? And then we go over and we look at the details. It's like, oh, put that on my watch list. Then why does Netflix always want me to watch murder shows? Because like- we have like 12... 12- <laughs> 12 murder shows in your watch list. That's why. Because like everything in my watch list is all crime shows, not rom-coms. All right. Well, we'll, we'll agree to disagree then. I think you are on the couch. <laughs> and on that note for a change of pace so thanks for joining us listener do you want me to tell them where they can find us or do you just want to get this over with? no let's just get this over with so i can start packing my bags all right so for another episode thanks for listening i'm not dogs and i'm not coco 